Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and change your life as you listen to this message by Bishop Eddie Fabin. Bishop Eddie Fabin serves as a senior pastor at the Kodesh of the Kodesh Family Church, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, founded by Bishop Daguid Mills. Eddie Fabin is an inspiring teacher and preacher of the Word of God, a renowned marriage counselor, and an anointed prophet God uses to bless multitudes. Now, may the Spirit of God touch you as you listen to Bishop Eddie Fabin. Jesus. Amen. Are you excited to be here tonight? Well, this is the week we have been waiting for. Wow. It's not going to be easy. Hallelujah. So on Friday, all roads lead to the Kadesh. The church on fire. Hallelujah. So Friday afternoon, there'll be buses moving from here from like 2 o'clock. So if you can make your way here, the buses will move. I'm sure by 4.30, the last bus will take off. So if, if you can't get here on time, then you need to find your way there. Amen. But by all means, be there. Look at somebody and tell the person, by all means, be there. Whichever way you get there, by Okada or by Trotro or by Lyft, by taxi or whichever way, you must arrive at the Kadesh. Amen. So I believe that it's going to be a powerful time. Saturday morning also, 11 o'clock. But buses will be leaving here from 9 a.m. Hallelujah. So if you want to join the bus, make sure that you are here. And then Sunday, right after the third service, buses will start leaving. So if you intend to be there, and you have to be there, yes, make sure that you join. I'm sure some people may want to park their cars and join the buses. So whichever way, by all means, be there. Amen. All right, lift up your hands to the Lord. Ask God to speak to you today. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Lord, my heart cries out. Glory to the King, my greatest loving life. 
Give us times of refreshing in your presence. Let no one leave here the same tonight. Holy Spirit, have your way. We bless you. We break every chain. We come against every plan of the devil. We bind demonic activities. 
in the name of Jesus we block every attack of Satan against your life in the name of Jesus Christ I declare that you are covered by the blood of Jesus no weapon fashioned against you shall prosper receive the upper hand in every battle you are fighting in the name of Jesus may God give you the victory on every side be blessed in Jesus name we pray Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please be seated. Wow. Tonight I'm continuing my preaching from the good general. Hallelujah. Last week we talked about the business of war it's a business that as believers is that lady pastor mary what a shock <laughs> it's a business that we are engaged in and um as believers that's our business our business is war and we must be engaged we, we looked at three things that makes up that business first of all we said we must take new territories Secondly, we said we must take things by force. And thirdly, we said we must defend ourselves. You need to defend yourself because the devil is all out to kill you. Bible says that he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So, you cannot just be there as a Christian and not defend yourself. You too, you must defend yourself. Arise and fight. Tonight, I want to move on to chapter 7, and I want you to turn your Bibles with me to 1 Samuel chapter 17. 1 Samuel chapter 17, and I'm reading from verse 1. It says that now the Philistines gathered together their armies to battle, and were together, and were gathered together at Shoko. Shoko, it sounds like Choco. Shoko. Oh. <laughs> Shoko, Shoko. <laughs> Which belonged to Judah and pitched between Shoko and Azika. Azika, I'm sure if the Z was B, it was like Abeka. Azika. Shoko and Abeka. <laughs> In where? Ephes Damin. And Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together and pitched by the valley of Elab and set the battle in array against the Philistines. And the Philistines stood on a mountain on one side and Israel stood on a mountain on the other side. And there was a valley between them. Amen. Tonight I'll be sharing with you about The wars of good people. The wars of good people. But Bishop makes a statement at the beginning here. He says that only an equilibrium leads to the suspension of war. So a good general is not surprised at the outbreak of war. 
Now, what's an equilibrium? Equilibrium is a state in which opposing forces or influences are balanced. So, as soon as there's a balance or the powers are the same, then you will have peace. There's no war. But as soon as the powers begin to one feels that Charlie, me, I go feel beat you. Then all of a sudden, war starts. That's the thing. So when you go to Europe now, they are all coolly there. Equilibrium. Because Italy knows that Germany has some weapons that they can use to fight them. So they also have their weapons to fight them. But they realize that, no, these people have some weapons. So let's all be cool here. If we start, we don't know what is going to happen. So, so there's equilibrium. So when you have that state, that is when there is no fighting. Everything is quiet. Everything is cool. And so the Bible makes us understand that in First Samuel chapter 17, there was a time where there was an equilibrium between the children of Israel and the Philistines. These people were on this mountain on this side. And these people were also on this mountain on this side. They were not moving. No fighting. Then there arose, the Bible says, a champion. A champion out of the Philistines. As soon as the champion arose, that was it. The equilibrium was broken <laughs> and the war started. Hey, Goliath was there. The people couldn't handle it. And the, the Philistines knew that they had Goliath. So they were just misbehaving, making noise, fighting the is oh, beating them rough, rough. South Korea. You know, because they realized that they have a super person, champion with them. So the war starts, and anytime there's war, that's what it is. One person has some wild something, the other person doesn't, and that's how it starts. Displaying his powers. So that was what happened. And the Israelites were quiet. They had gone to hide different places. Even King Saul, he had gone to hide. <laughs> but that was when David also came on the scene. Hallelujah. I see some Davids here. Oh, I didn't hear your amen at all. Any Goliath that is risen up against you, against your family, against your household, may you rise up as a David and may you overcome that Goliath in the name of Jesus. There arose a David. And he came on the scene. He was just sent to bring food to his brothers. But he saw that. The people had become some way. And there was this guy who was just making noise. Fooling around. Talking by heart. Yeah. So he was asking that. "Ah, What's going on here? Who is this guy who is just fooling around? You people have allowed him. You know, sometimes when somebody has come from the presence of the Lord and he meets somebody who is just allowing the devil to misbehave in his life. "Ah, What is wrong with you? Why are you allowing the devil to misbehave like that? 
Yeah. So, so you are too known. But it is where you are coming from. I see people coming from the presence of the Lord with anointing and power. May you overcome every Goliath in Jesus' name. So the Bible says that. He asked, what is going on? Oh, there's this guy. Charlie, he's beating everybody, nobody. So, oh. You have to try me. Then he asked the question, he said, what will be done? The guy is what? He said, what will be done for the guy who is able to be this? He wants to know first before he goes. Yeah. When you are going into it, they say, make sure you know what is in for you before you go. Don't just go. You sign contracts fast, fast. You don't even know what is inside. You need to understand what is there before. Read the contract. Anyway, so they told him that, oh, anybody who wins, you give him the king's daughter. Wow, when he had the daughter, and I said, Charlie, this hand here. It's a good folly. Let's sign it right now. Hey, if there's a daughter inside here, then. And she was a virgin. What a shock. <laughs> so he said, This one day, I'll fight. So he, he, he took his whatever, threw it. You all know the story. So the Bible says in verse 51, Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of the sheet thereof and slew him and cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, (laughs) when they saw that their champion was dead, your enemies will see that their champion is dead. They fled. It's the past tense of flee. <laughs> and the men of Israel and of Judah arose and shouted and pursued the Philistines. Now, these were the people who were quiet. They couldn't fight. But now, the thing has turned around. They had the greater power and they were chasing their enemies. May you chase your enemies in the name of Jesus. What a fight. They chased them until thou come to the valley and to the gates of Ekron. And the wounded of the Philistines fell down by the way of Sharam, even unto Gath and unto Ekron. Amen. So, you will find out that when there's an equilibrium, there's no fight. But as soon as that is broken, there'll be a fight. And so, What Bishop is saying here is that a good general must not be surprised when a fight comes because sometimes there's peace because there's an equilibrium. But it's also not something that can be there forever considering what we are in. It cannot be that there will be an equilibrium forever. That nothing is happening. As you are a Christian, it's going to be like this. Uh, No, it's not possible. Every time there will be a display of powers. Every time one will arise and say, hey, I am this, I am that. And this one too will arise and show what he can also do. The champion will arise in whatever, your family or whatever. And something else will come upon you and you will also arise. So every time there will be war. There will be war. So, a, a good general should not be surprised. If you're a good general, you're a good leader, you should not be surprised when wars come. 
Because the wars will come. And I'm sure many of you are fighting wars. There is no rest. There's no rest as we go along. So I'm hoping that there will be a time where we can rest. We are not resting anywhere. If you are resting, then I think that your own, either the equilibrium is... (laughs) There should not be any rest anywhere. We are fighting till the day we die. I see some Davids arising to fight. In the name of Jesus. Amy, I don't do anything to anybody. I don't know why anybody will fight me. Listen, it's not about whether you are going to do anything to anybody. The thing, the fight is already taking place. And you have come to add yourself to the thing. How can you say that me, I haven't done anything so nobody should fight me? You have joined the, the opposing team. We have to fight you. That's the thing. At a point, the fight will come. So, people who are relaxed in the system, they don't want to fight. They don't want to... Listen, you are making a big mistake. Oh, but I see fighters. If you say you didn't do anything in the attack, what should Jesus say? (laughs) Jesus too didn't do anything. How about him? They, they, They... lied about him. They said this, they said that, they spat on him, everything, and then they killed him. So what should he also say? So once you are in this thing, you have a road for war. And you must be ready for it. Now, because you are saying that you are a good man, so you don't know why (laughs) fights should come to you. Today, I want to share with you the wars of good people. (laughs) Because you you are thinking that I am a good person, so I shouldn't fight. You are part of the fight. You you too, you have fight. You have a war that you must fight. So you too, your own. Today you are the one we are preaching about. The wars of good people. Ask the next one, are you a good person? Do you see yourself as a good person? You don't like yourself, matter. Just (laughs) umpe umasem. You also have to fight. So, the first fight, David was a good man, but he had to fight with Saul. Forgive. So, the first fight is the fight with your father. (laughs) The war of good people. (laughs) Are you a good person? Yeah. These are the wars you'll be fighting. Hey! Bishop says here, do not be surprised that you have to fight with a father. In the ministry, many fathers are insecure. It's a fight. Many fathers provoke their spiritual sons into conflict. Do not be surprised when you find yourself fighting a father. Hey. Wow. (laughs) That's why I think in Ephesians chapter 6, the Bible says that fathers do not provoke your children unto wrath. Isn't it? Find Ephesians 6, I think verse 4 or something. You know, because what can happen is that a father, you don't want to fight. Oh. Ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath. So a fight can come up just from your father. And you must be ready for it. First Samuel chapter 19, verse 1. And Saul spake to Jonathan his son. 
and to all his servants that they should kill David. Ooh. Tell him, wars of people. <laughs> oh, tell somebody, wars, the wars of good people. They say, me, I'm a good man. Nothing should happen. He should be killed. That's what they said. Kill him. Kill him. Oh, what have I done? They are thinking of killing you. You are sitting down. You are, you are, you are drinking tea. Ocha tea. People are planning that they should kill you. Ocha tea. Come on. Arise and be prepared for battle. Say me, I'm a good man. If you know the demons that are planning your death, the evil spirit that are conspiring, thinking, what can we do to kill him? When you sit in your car, you are moving. They are planning how they can give you an accident. So on Lake Junction, no, somebody will just come across you and kill you. You are just there. Uchati. Ufe pedicure. But Jonathan, Saul's son, delighted much in David. And Jonathan told David, saying, Saul, my father, seeketh to kill thee. Now, therefore, I pray thee, take heed to thyself until the morning and abide in a secret place and hide thyself. Yeah. That's what it is. And I will go out and stand beside my father in the field where thou art. And I will commune with my father of thee. And what I see, that I will tell thee. And Jonathan spake good of David unto Saul his father. And said unto him, let not the king sin against his servant, against David. Because he has not sinned against thee. And because his works have been to thee what? Very good. He's a good man. But a good man, you have wars. Sometimes your workplace... You are doing everything good. But sometimes something will rise. Maybe your boss will rise up against you. What you have seen it before, I tell you, they will just rise up against you and you don't even understand what you have done. Say, I'm a good man. You should not be surprised at all when it's happening. We are telling you that the fight will come. So that's why you must also be armed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You must be armed. You must arm yourself. When you wake up in the morning, be praying. You are walking around coolly. You are going to work. You are even dozing on the way. Be praying as you go. Cover yourself with the blood. People are putting Akbala on your chair. You too, when you go to the office, no, you just go and sit down. Hey! You have no idea what has been planned for you. Before you sit down, begin to speak some tongues. We bind every demon. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. You have just come. Secretary, give me tea. <laughs> for he did put his life in his hand and slew the Philistine. And the Lord wrought great salvation for all Israel. Thou sowest it and this rejoice. 
Wherefore then will thou sin against innocent blood to slay David without a cause? Yeah. This is the one who gave his life for us. He went to fight this Goliath that you were running away from. He's a very good person. Since he came to this company, we have been doing well. The, 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 what do you call it? The bottom line. Things have gone and margins. Profit margin has gone up. Shares have risen. Things have gone up. Dividends have gone up. Our equity is also gone up. The what? Secretarization of future earnings have also gone up. He's a good man. He has not done us any evil. Why do you want to kill him? I'm telling you wars of good people that you may be a good man but I tell you they are planning evil against you that is why you must arise and not be sleeping instead of waking up early in the morning to pray before you go to work you sleep and sleep and snore then you wake up you are just moving you have no idea people are planning things about you they want to kill you so me, I'm a good man. Since I came, the company has been doing well. I don't know. I don't see why. Push your fight. You be there. Be there. Before I realize somebody is taking your position. Hey. It should not happen in the name of Jesus. I see God giving you the upper hand in that battle. Receive the upper hand in Jesus' name. Some of you know what I'm talking about. At your workplace, it is not easy. Yeah. A good general knows that even though I'm a good man, there's a fight. There are wars that I will fight. Number two. And we are just closing. King David had to fight with his son Absalom. So that one too is also another fight. That you fight. You are a good man, but you see that you are fighting your father. And then you are a good man, but you are fighting your son. With all your good things that you are doing. There are many sons who fight their fathers who raise them up. Do not be surprised if you have to fight with your own son. Yeah. Somebody you brought up. Somebody you have trained. Somebody you have taught a whole lot of things. That person can rise up and fight you. May you not be that kind of son fighting your father. But as a good man, these things are the things that happen. In 2 Samuel chapter 16 verse 11. And David said to Abishai. And to all his servants. Behold. My son, which came forth of my bowels, seeketh my life. Hey, how much more now may this Benjamin do it? Benjamin do it. Let him alone and let him curse, for the Lord had bidden him. There are certain things you may think that. But the Lord has also ordained certain things to happen. Sometimes some of the fights, we need them to help us. We are. 
your own son will rise up and fight you. Father, have mercy. May we not be sons who are fighting our fathers. Deliver us from that. In the name of Jesus. But it's a fight that will happen. That a son will fight a father. Just pray that you will not be that son. Yeah. But Absalom, he said he wants to kill his father. You cannot just assume that because I'm a good man, nothing bad can happen. A son, somebody you trained when he came to the workplace, you taught him how to uh, use Excel. He didn't know how to do Excel. He didn't know any of these things, how to go here, do some marketing. You taught him the tricks. You showed him what to do. Today, he is coming to fight you. You gave him custom to start with. So, Charlie, you take these people. You showed him the tricks in the thing. How to do it. How not to do this, that, that, that. Then that person who arise says he wants to take your seat. Hey! Government changed. No, then he said, I have to take your seat. I'm, I'm, for, I'm for this guy. This one, this guy. This guy, you call the people. This guy is with that government. This guy. Remove him. Let me be there. I'm for you. He is not for you. <sighs> Today, you are not for me. Own son. Now, these are real things. What we are just saying is that don't just be there thinking that because I'm a good man, I don't fight anybody. I don't say anything about anybody. Nothing will happen. Oh, manly. It will happen. You will have to arise and defend fight. Number three. David had to fight with people who reacted to his anointing. Hey. Not knowing the anointing we are also looking for is also going to generate a fight. We thought that when we get the anointing, it's okay. No. The anointing provokes, it stirs a fight just because you are anointed. Yeah. When the enemy comes, he's looking for certain people. Hmm. One day, one man of God, he says, some people are trying to retire me. But I cannot be retired. <laughs> but then he says something. He said, what they don't know is that if they retire me, the thing that was fighting me, it will begin to fight them. <laughs> The walls of a good man. Hey! That because you are anointed, there are certain fights you begin to fight. Yeah. Even when you read Song of Solomon, chapter 1, I think verse 2, the Bible says that because of the ointment, the maidens love thee. It's a fight, my brother. Hey! It's a fight. You will be there thinking that you are not. That, that anointing is attracting some sisters to you. Hey, brothers, are you here at all? Oh, brothers, I see God anointing you. You are going to be very anointed. 
But the Bible says that because of the savor of thy good ointment. It said thy name is as ointment. I mean, when we even mention your name, it's very powerful. Anointing. It said, but because of that, the virgins, the virgins, the virgins, hey! Are there some brothers in the house at all? There are some virgins waiting to floor you. It's a fight. Bible talks about the strange woman who seeks, who hunts after precious lives. Hey! Listen, you have no idea. The anointing on you has made you precious. But that anointing is also attracting certain people and they are looking for you. When they see you, brother, we love the anointing upon your life. Anytime you preach, there's something is happening. That you two, you are standing there and you are watching them. You don't know that I set a trap. I have a way. They are setting trap for you. Put that scripture there. Hunting for the precious life. <laughs> Hunters, there are some hunters. They are looking for you to kill you. You two are walking around. I'm a good man. I'm anointed. Nothing bad is going to happen. What is she? Ochati. They are looking for you to suck your blood. You sit there before you realize. Is there? For by means of a whorish woman, a man is brought to a piece of bread. Hey! Tea bread or butter bread or sugar bread. Brown bread. <laughs> Look at the next bread and say, Brother, something is trying to make it to tea bread. Otaje oh. tea. They are going to turn you to tea bread. Brother, better arise and pray. Better arise and pray. Fortify yourself. Cover yourself so the enemy cannot get you. Shout yes. A lot of sisters, they don't know that they are being used by the devil. They think they are just admiring the anointing. Brown bread, no butter. Yeah. Is that what you have been reduced to? Brown bread, no butter. No, 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 no. You shall not become brown bread. I say you shall not become brown bread. Are the brothers here at all? Today I'm speaking to the brothers. You think it's easy to be at a place of anointing? You have no idea. Horish woman is looking for you to turn you into brown bread. Into sugar bread, into butter bread, into tea bread. <laughs> They've added one. One that is sliced. Yes, sliced bread. And the adulteress will hunt for the precious life. The anointed bride. He's looking for you. So me, 
the way I am. I'm a good man. <laughs> I'm anointed. No, nobody wants to attack me. <laughs> Put your hands together for Jesus. Share. It's a fight. Sit there. Listen to me. Second Samuel chapter 5, verse 17. So Bishop says that many of the battles of your life are because of the anointing God has placed on you. Not because of anything. And that is why you shouldn't just criticize somebody who has fallen or something has happened. You, you, you don't know what you are saying. If you were the one there, you'd be turned into sliced bread, toasted <laughs> without butter. And then what else? Toasted, sliced, and thrown away. With Awuza Coco. <laughs> he said, let them retire me. The thing which was fighting me, it will begin to fight them. Let the weather survive. You don't know what you're saying. David said, but when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David, king over Israel. All the Philistines, all of them, they came to seek David. And David heard of it and he went down to the hold. When they heard that they had anointed him, no, all of them, when the demons hear that you are anointed, when the demons hear that things are, hey, they will begin to attack you. Job, the devil heard that God said, Charlie, he's a very powerful guy. He said, eh, allow me to, allow me to attack him. He said, is it not because you have made a hedge about him and about his household? What you don't know is that there's a hedge that is there. God puts a hedge about us about our household, and about everything that belongs to us. Oh, yeah. And that's why you must pray. As you pray, you, you cover yourself. You fortify yourself. Job 9, and put it there. He said, don't you know he has made, there's a hedge. He said, if you remove the hedge, I will attack. Yeah. Just because of the anointing upon you. All the demons, all the sisters, all the <laughs> the virgins, they have come from everywhere. All the virgins, oh, they're after you. You two you are standing there. The virgins love me. I am the virgins guy. <laughs> me, I fly Virgin Atlantic. It's like when somebody becomes a boxing champion. <laughs> he was there. Nobody was minding him. Then he became a champion. Everybody wants to fight you. So, oh, I am just there. I'm just a champion. I haven't done anything. Why do you all want to fight? Because they know when they fight you, they will get the champion belt. 
So everybody wants to fight you. They're standing there and say, why is everybody trying to fight me? And when a mighty man in the spirit is slain, the demons are happy. Yeah, that's why they all attack you. So you cannot afford to be sleeping. Isaiah 56 verse 9. It says that all ye beasts of the field. Come to devour. Yea all the beasts in the forest. Why? Because the watchmen are blind. Number one. They are all ignorant. Number two. They are all dumb dogs. In other words they are not barking. They cannot bark. And the Bible says that they love to sleep, lying down, loving to slumber. There are levels of sleep. Because you, 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 you are sleeping. That's that one. We know you are sleeping. But another one is you are lying down. You know how sometimes you wake up in the morning. <laughs> Instead of praying, you are lying down. <laughs> you are deceiving yourself that you are praying. <laughs> The Horish woman is coming after you. The Horish woman is coming after you. Arise and pray. They are turning you to butter bread. You are lying there. Before you realize, you have slept 30 minutes. Sleeping. Lying down. Then another one is loving to slumber. Utonko. Utonko. You are sleeping. You said me. Utonko. These three positions. Sleeping. Lying down. Loving to slumber. Is bad. They will call the demons. All of them. All the beasts. Come and devour. The guy is sleeping. Come and kill him. Put your hands together for Jesus. The Philistines also came and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. And David inquired of the Lord saying, Shall I go up to the Philistines? Would thou deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, Go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into your hand. I see every Philistine that is fighting you. As you arise to pray, may they be given into your hand in the name of Jesus. Number four, Jehoshaphat had to fight with the ungrateful Ammonites. Hmm. People can be ungrateful. People that you have helped. Yeah. There are many ungrateful people. You do things for them and they will rise up and fight you. They don't remember what you have done. Don't remember. Look at it. Second Chronicles chapter 20. The Ammonites, the Israelites were going to attack them. And God said, leave these ones. Don't attack them. They don't even remember. And now behold, the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom thou wouldest not let Israel invade, when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and destroyed them not. They didn't touch them. But behold, I say, how they reward us. To come to cast us out of thy possession. 
which thou hast given us to inherit. The thing that God has given to you, these people want to come and take it. They are not grateful. For all that has been given to them, still they want your own. You help her to come and stay in your house. Because she didn't have somewhere to go. Before you realize, your husband. She has taken over your husband. Keke, you are sitting down drinking tea. <laughs> Ungrateful people. The madam now has become the servant. Ungrateful people. You do them good, they take over. Grateful. Oh, our God, will thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we not what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. It gets to a time your eyes must be on the Lord. Your eyes must not be on anybody, on the Lord. Yeah. In times like this, you must lift up your eyes to the Lord. When ungrateful people are fighting you, when ungrateful people want to come and take your position, you must lift up your eyes to the Lord. You cannot be sleeping. And me, I'm a good man. I don't know. I've been good to them and all that. Why should they fight me? Yes, that's the reason why they are fighting you. Wars of good people. Today, learn it. Let it get into your spirit. That even though you are a good man, you do good things for people, they will rise up and fight you. Don't be surprised. That's all we are saying. You help people in your zone. You have helped them. Next time you hear they have gone to join some people insulting you. Yeah. Ungrateful people. Just doing all sorts of things. One lady, a pastor was telling me how she went to follow somebody up and she fell into a gutter. How she was following the person up. And later when you finish, you are coming to fight me. I are falling to gutter because of you. <laughs> but when they call on the Lord, the Lord said, Charlie, fight them. May you arise and fight. The people came against them, but by the time they were leaving, they had scattered, they killed each other, and then they collected all their goods. That's where we got that phrase. They had more than they could carry. May you have more than you can carry. Number five. Hezekiah had to fight with King Assyria. The king of Assyria. Now, this one is somebody who didn't respect God. The king of Assyria. And it came to pass. Second Kings 19 verse 1. When King Hezekiah heard it, that he rent his clothes and covered himself with sackcloth and went into the house of the Lord. And he set Eliakim, which was over the household, and Shebna, the scribe, and the elders of the priests, covered with sackcloth to Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos. And they said unto him, Thus saith Hezekiah, This day is a day of trouble and of rebuke and blasphemy. For the children are come to the birth, and there is no strength to bring forth. It may be the Lord thy God will hear all the words of Rabshakeh, whom the king of Assyria, his master, has sent to reproach the living God. 
and will reprove the words which the Lord thy God had heard. Wherefore, lift up thy prayer for the remnant that are left. So the servants of King Hezekiah came to Isaiah. Now listen to what Isaiah said to them. That shall you say to your master. <laughs> that said the Lord, be not afraid of the words which thou hast heard, with which the servants of king of Assyria have blasphemed me. Sometimes you hear certain words, it puts fear in you. Yeah. I don't know what words you have heard, but they have told you, you, you will never make it. Somebody called you on the phone and said, they have brought your name to me. I have your name. You are going to die next week unless you come and see me. Then you are shaking. You are shaking. But the prophet said, send the word to that man that he will rather die first before you die. I've sent your name somewhere. Something will happen. It will tell the person, hey, I know somebody higher than the one that you know. I am not afraid of you. They have taken my, and so what? You are rather helping to spread my fame. They will hear of me in the dark world. Hey, he said, that guy, somebody brought his name here. It was a mistake. Oh, it was a mistake. They brought his name here. said, But you see, when you are you two, you are not prayerful. When they send your name, you see that nothing is happening. But when you are prayerful, when they send your name, say, Hey, this guy, when he prays in tongues, the things that happens here, I beg you, take this name back. We don't want anything to do with this name. It shall be your story. I see you becoming a prayerful warrior. I am standing here as the prophet of the Lord. And I am telling you that wherever they have sent your name. And wherever they are speaking evil against you. Send a message to them. That they will rather die first before you die. They will die before you die. I said they will die before you die. You are covered by the blood of Jesus. They will die before you die. It says, send a message to your master. Tell your master, don't be afraid of the words. I'm speaking to somebody. You heard some words. It put fear in you. I came to prophesy over you. Everything that has brought fear, we cancel it in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody told you in this office, we will see whether they will promote you. And so you are afraid in the office. I came here as a prophet of God to tell you, tell the person, I am not afraid of your words. I was there one time. I used to work at a place, radio station, play music. One man came, he, he's an unbeliever. Actually, he was just coming to promote the person. An unbeliever who had played gospel. And he says, I should play the, that person's music on my program. I said, I can't play. He said, what? I said, he's not born again. Yeah, he's deceiving people. He sings this and he sings this. I, I, I can't play it. The guy said, hey, what am I saying? I said, yeah, that's what I've said. I cannot play. He's not born again. 
If he, was, he should be born again proper, play the music, we'll play for him. But if he's playing here, playing here, we can't play his music. The guy said, eh, we will see. That's what he said to me. We will see. I'm taking your name to a certain newspaper. And that newspaper, that will be your end. I said, eh, okay, you can take it. I remember when I went home, I told my wife, I said, this is what happened. Somebody came. Let's pray. So we just said, Lord, take over. We didn't even pray any prayer. Lord, take over. Talabota! Lord, Talabota! Talabota! Jeminta, Bota! Nuncho, Talabota! Jeminta, Talabota! Talabota! Take over, Lord! Take over, Lord! I hear somebody waking up in the morning, lifting up your voice to pray, telling the Lord, Talabota, take over, Lord. That was it. Exactly two weeks. One other presenter on the station is a popular guy, you all know him. He came to me. He said, Charlie, have you heard about your friend? Because he told, yes, this is what happened. He told everybody that this is what I said. And I said, I'm not going. So they all came to me. That, oh, I should just play. God, this guy, the way he is, he's some way. He will take my name and his name. So you, I should play. I said, I won't play it. I won't play it. I said, I won't play it by force. I won't play it. It's my program. I said, I won't play it. The people came, every one of them, I can mention all their names, every one of them, they all came to talk to me. I said, no. So I was there when one of them came. He said, have you heard about your friend? I said, my friend, who is my friend? So, oh, the guy who came, he said, you should play the music that you said that, whatever, whatever. I said, oh, hey, how is he? He said, oh, he died yesterday. Talabota! Talabota! Nuncho, Talebota. That was the end of the matter. The people were afraid of me. Oh. They were looking at me like they said, I see demons afraid of you. When they make a mistake to bring your name. Say me, I'm a good man. Good man. <laughs> you have no idea what you are saying. We've been there before. We say we're good people. See that the thing that is happening to you. The people, they were afraid of me, pa. Say, hey, this guy. Nobody will come and mess up with you again. Last one. Number six, Ahab, the king of Israel, had to fight with Ben-Hadad of Syria. This one, he was a troublemaker. There are some people, they are just troublemakers. They are sent by the demons to come and trouble your life. Monday morning, when you arrive, no, they are worrying you. So, don't be surprised when such people also come and fight you. First Kings chapter 20. 
And Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, gathered all his hosts together. And there were 30 and two kings with him and horses and chariots. And he went up and besieged Samaria and warred against it. And he sent messengers to Ahab, king of Israel, into the city and said to him, Thus said Ben-Hadad, your silver and your gold is mine. I can't think far. And no, I'm I'm in my house. I have my money. I have my. Then you send somebody to come and tell me that your money is my money. You see, but what you don't know is that this is what the devil, the demons are saying. No. Your silver is mine. Your gold is mine. Okay, if you are taking the money, take it. Now I say, your wives also, they are mine. Hey! Now you are going too far. Then they are taking your children. Even the goodliest. You say you are a good man. The goodliest, even the good ones, those are the ones that we like. And the king of Israel, he to know why he could, said, my lord, okay, no. According to your say, I'm yours. And all that I have is yours. No! When you sit there and say, me, I'm a good man. Me, I don't like, oh, Mr. Devil, please don't attack me. Don't worry. Mr. Devil, you think Mr. Devil is just fooling around? He wants to attack you and kill you. He doesn't know anybody. So the pastors, some of us, we are not the people. So you please, Mr. Devil, you take everything and go. We are lay pastors. Please, Mr. Devil. <laughs> the full timers are there. Wait. <laughs> we are late, Pastor. <laughs> yeah, we have to close. <laughs> they are the people who are doing the work. We, we, we. We are late. <laughs> Please go to them. I beg you, devil. <laughs> but now they are there. <laughs> Tuesday morning, the one who has been leading the prayer. <laughs> we, we, we are just there. When they bring the prayer topic, then we pray. <laughs> We have to close, so. <laughs> ah, you see, all that I have is yours. And the messengers came again. And they said, that speaker's behavior saying, although I have sent unto you, saying, thou shalt deliver me your silver and your gold and all, yet I will send my servant to your house tomorrow about this time, so that they search your house. Because I'm not sure that you have given everything to me. <laughs> and the houses of your servants and it shall be whatsoever is pleasant in your eyes it shall be is it what in your eyes they shall put it in their hand and take it away come on Nadia is going too far okay you say you want me you want my money everything you want my wife my children I've given it to you now he said, we are coming again to search. And anything we see that is nice to you, that one too, we will take it. You are joking. 
na kinu na phlegmatism na too much but anyway then the king of Israel called all the elders of the land and said, Mark, I pray you and see how this man seeketh mischief. For he has sent unto me for my wives, for my children, and for my silver and my gold. And I denied him not. But now he has gone too far. Now he has gone too far. Some of you, the enemy has taken some things. We didn't say anything. But now he has gone too far. No more, Mr. Nice Guy. I said, no more, Mr. Nice Guy. You are being too nice. That's why the devil is having his way in your house. Arise and deal with the enemy. No more, Mr. Nice Guy. This nonsense must stop. And all the elders and all the people said unto him, Hearken not unto him. Don't listen to this guy. No consent. Ah, verse 9. Wherefore he said unto the messengers of ben Tell my lord the king, all that thou didst send for your servant at first I will do. But this thing, this one that you are asking for, Oh, Mali, you have gone too far now. I am now going to show you another side of me. I've been very cool. I've been very nice with you. Mr. Devil, not me. It's these people. Not me. It's the full-timers. Me, I'm a lay pastor. But now you realize that you say you are a lay pastor, but now the thing is going too far. They are taking your wife and your children. You better arise. And the messenger departed and they brought him word again. Verse 10. And Ben-Hadah sent unto him and said, The gods do so to me and more also. If the dust of Samaria shall suffice for handfuls for all the people that follow me. Hey. Tell it the guy. This one is what we call battle of words. Battle of words. When you speak, then the devil speaks. But don't be quiet. Verse 11. And the king of Israel answered and said, Tell him, tell him, let him not that gathered on his harness boast himself as he put it off. In other words, not the one who has not gone to battle should be talking. But those who have gone to the battle and they have come and they have taken off their clothes, they should be talking. But here now, he to his mouth is talking. Because he realized that the thing, the guy is trying to defeat him. Wanted to show him that, yeah. The equilibrium is over. And it came to pass when Ben Hadad heard this message <laughs> as he was drinking. He and the kings in the pavilions that he said unto his servants, Set yourselves in array. And they set themselves in array. They were going to fight. Verse 13. And behold, there came a prophet. Today I am coming as a prophet to somebody here. Saying, that saith the Lord, has thou seen all this great multitude? Behold, I will deliver it into your hand. I will deliver it into your hand. This day, and you shall know that I am the Lord. Today I came to tell you, those who are fighting you, those who have taken your things, they have gone too far. They touch your wife, they touch your children, they touch your husband, but now they have gone too far. And the Lord said, I should tell you, he will give it to you. Whatever the devil has stolen, 
As the choir was singing, I'm taking back what the devil has stolen from me. May you take back what the enemy has taken from you. Verse 14, and Ahab said, by whom? And he said, thus said the Lord, even by the young men of the princes of the province. I tell you, young guys, God is going to use the young people in the church. I see young people anointed by the Lord. The demons will run away. Anointed young men who are going to fight against the enemy. Say, me, I'm a good man. Rise up and stop that thing you are saying. And he said, who shall order the battle? And he answered, you. Thou. Tell somebody, nobody is going to order the battle though. You are going to order the battle. Stand to your feet. Order the battle. Who is going to order the battle? I said, who is going to order the battle? There is a battle at stake we must fight. But you cannot sit there and say, as for me, I'm a good man. You must be the one to arise and say, we must fight. You need to gather with your family and you are going to fight. Today, hold somebody's and we are going to pray. Lift up your voice and just pray right now. Come against every plan of the devil. Against the life of the person you are holding. Lift up your voice and pray. Come against it. In the name of Jesus. The devil has bad intentions. He wants to steal your family. He wants to take your wife. He wants to take your children. He wants to take your business. Lift up your voice. In the next three minutes. Let's come against the enemy. Come against the devil. Come against every plan of Satan. In the name of Jesus. He has gone too far. He has gone too far. Our business, our position, the things 
that belong to us. But today, we order the battle. We order the battle. We order the battle. We order the battle. In the name of Jesus. Mandaraba. Mandaraba. Mandaraba.
that which came to steal your money and to steal your marriage and to steal your children may you recover and overcome in the name of Jesus may God lift up his hand over you and cause you to win the battle from today whatever is fighting you without a cause may you receive victory over that thing in Jesus name for the Lord your God has given you victory victory on every side victory at your workplace victory in your home victory in the church victory in your spiritual life victory in your business victory in your finances in the name of Jesus may every battle you have been engaged in may you have the upper hand may the Lord take over your battles and may the Lord defeat your enemies for you may you receive a more than you can carry blessing in the name of Jesus Christ be blessed be blessed in Jesus name Amen tonight as every head is bowed all eyes closed maybe somebody invited you to church but you're not born again you want to say pastor pray with me I want to surrender my life to Jesus I need this greater power in my life so I can defeat the champion, the enemy. Today, if you are here like that, you want Jesus to be Lord over your life, just lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. You want to be born again. God bless you. I see your hand. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. Today is a good day to be saved. Let it go up. God bless you. I see your hand. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, please do one more thing. Come to me in front here. Come, let's pray. Come. Come. Come all the way. Come from the back. Come from the side. Clap for them as they come. Clap for them as they come. Come all the way. Come on to Jesus. Come, my dear. Let's have his way. From today, the devil has had his way over your life. But from today, Jesus will have his way in your life. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. I want you to pray this prayer after me. Just lift up your two hands. Let's pray. Say, Lord Jesus, tonight I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I am yours and you are mine. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. We trust that you have been blessed, refreshed, and encouraged by the preaching of God's word. For further inquiries, 
Call plus 233-307-010-444. Eddie Fabian is also on Facebook and Instagram. God bless you. Hallelujah.